Good afternoon and welcome to Open Air. And good afternoon, Jen. Jen good afternoon, Michael. Sorry about that. Oh. I was on mute. <laughs> no problem. Glad to be here practicing. Me too. I have, great. I have announcements here, Jen. Okay. 2022 Bridge Walk season, benefiting the Africa Vulnerable Children Project, will launch this Friday, September 16, with a four-week email class, Having Fun and Exploration. The class with Sherry includes four Sunday workshops. Donations will go to the Africa Project. So excited about that. Yes. Recording and listening is a simple and powerful tool that assists us in accessing the wisdom, love, and compassion that is our authentic nature and live the life we want. Our five-week class, which begins September 29th, includes recording and listening exercises and time in class to process your experience. Yeah, that's a great class. And I know there have been some folks who have been asking about um, recording and listening on various venues, so um excited that that's on the schedule available again. Yes, indeed. Reflective Listening Buddies is one of our longest-lived and most popular programs for a reason. There is no other support quite like it for practicing presence, with participants required to show up for themselves and another every week for 30 minutes. A new quarter starts October 15th and registration closes October 1st. And is conditioning talking you out of a commitment that you really want to keep? If so, and if you would like some support, sign up for the Keeping Commitments Buddy Program, which begins October 15th. Participants will be paired with the buddy for accountability and support during this kind and compassionate training. Also two excellent programs. Yes, yes. And a few reminders here, Jen. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Jen today, please press star six and then one and a conversation on one topic in about five minutes is great. Okay, let me check on the queue here for a sec, Jen. Okay. Alrighty, I think we're ready here. Excellent. First caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? <clears throat> Hi, Jen. Hi, Michael. It's Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Hey, Miriam. Hey. Uh, conditioning almost talked me out of being on the call, but here I am. Nice try. <laughs> here you are. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> um, so I've been practicing a lot, um, noticing what's going on for me around repression and everything, and I've seen... Oh, I've seen so much, um, and it, this might sound crazy, but no one makes uh, triggers um, me feeling like a child more than my daughter. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, so I've been uh, practicing with that, looking at that, and the feelings, um, so I feel unloved, unwanted, like I'm wrong, uh, that I'm blamed, mm -hmm. that I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. So basically I feel like a child, <laughs> like the same way right. my parents used to make me, like, like I felt around my parents. So that's been uh -huh. really, really fun to watch and practice with. Oh, well, and, and pairing those, Miriam, is, is really quite wonderful. I mean, that's awareness practice and action right there. So describing what, you know, sounds like a, a suffering place, right, and, and not so, so, the kind of thing we would be conditioned to avoid, 
Uh, you know, I'm in a situation where I end up feeling like a little kid. I feel unwanted. I feel like everything that I do is wrong. You know, just like it was with your parents, that's how you end up feeling with your, your daughter. And then to end it with, it's been really fun to look at it. It's such it, a fabulous, right? That's awareness. It practice. is, yeah. Because I'm at the point in the process where it's fun. It's, it's really fun. And to notice it and say, ah, I got you, ah, I got you, ah, I got you. (laughs) So, and it feels just like, um, well, the the image that comes to mind is like a phoenix rising from the ashes of shattered shattered Mm -hmm. ego beliefs. Yes, beautiful. Mm. Like the phoenix rising from ego's shattered beliefs. Yeah. Whoa, did you hear that, Miriam? Uh, hear what? No. Okay. <laughs> I guess not. It was some very loud shrieking noise on my end. So oh, no, sure I didn't hear it. No. But it's gone now. Um, so, yes, that, so ego's mm-hmm. beliefs, I mean, that's the first step, is realizing mm-hmm. they're not my beliefs. Mm-hmm. This isn't true and real which is a huge shift in itself, right? Because normally, again, we're meant to muck around in the content. Well, okay, well, what can, how can I be different so my daughter won't think that I'm the wrong person and so that she'll treat me a certain way or whatever, whatever karmic path we're supposed to go down to try to move those pieces around. But instead, having that realization from working with it of these are ego's beliefs. And that right there is that opportunity for a brand new start for that mm-hmm. phoenix rising from the ashes. And, and what's really fun is that I'm also, um, by paying attention to it every time it comes up and then picking up the recorder and listening to the love letters, it's like the process has slowed down enough that mm-hmm. I, I can see each step. So I feel mm. bad and I feel wrong and then there's the mm. self-hate and mm. the beating and it's like I can mm. just see, oh, it's so mm. much fun. It is so much fun. <laughs> it, it really is. It's so much more fun to pursue than being the pursued, isn't it? Yes. And, and it's really... In that place? Um, oops, sorry. Please, go, no, go ahead, Miriam. I won't forget. Uh, and I was just going to say that and as soon as you turn around to look at ego... It goes quiet. That's right. That's right. Because the last thing it wants is very related to what I was just going to say, is that what you described. It counts on us being unconscious, and therefore the whole thing seems very mysterious and very quick. I can't, I can't see how it's happening because it just all comes to life, boom, 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 and before I know it, I'm in the middle of this feeling like, you know, all the things you described. But as you pay attention to it, exactly what you say, it's what Sherry always talks about, Mm -hmm. it it feels like it slows way down because we're actually there for it. And Mm -hmm. when we're there for it, it does happen in those discrete steps. You know, it's that process Mm -hmm. map that we often talk about. Mm -hmm. And so, exactly so, you've turned around and looked at it, and it goes quiet because if you start to see exactly how it works, What's going to happen is what's happening right now, exactly mm-hmm. for you, which mm-hmm. is that you no longer are beholden to it. Mm-hmm. You're not its little victim. No, I'm not. Not right now, anyway. <laughs> and, and That's the other right. Thing, exactly. Yeah. And the other thing that it's, it's telling me is, so there's a work-related thing uh, that's coming up on November 1st. And mm-hmm. I'm told it's not pleasant. And it's not a pleasant situation to be in, but... It's not personal to me. And so I was sitting out on my front porch the other day and Ego was saying, oh, if only it was November 2nd and this was over and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm thinking, and this was at the beginning of September, but I'm thinking, okay, yes, it's going to be unpleasant. But what about all the pleasantness between now and then? There's all the year-long calls. There's the email class. There's reflective listening calls. There's so there's the change of the seasons, the colors of the fall. Yes, this event, okay, there's some unpleasantness, but not all of life is unpleasant at the same time as this unpleasantness. And again, that's so it, isn't it? That that's really, that sort of survival mentality is the way we're meant to live our entire lives. 
Mm. Right? So there's, there's something coming up that I don't want to do and there's all that, you know, whatever there is about it. And so you're supposed to wish away the next couple of months mm-hmm. of your life and to realize, well, that's insanity. Because even if there is some suffering in that situation, what about all the times I, I'm not suffering? What about mm-hmm. all the lovely things there are? And the funny part is, Miriam, that even as you're describing, so you, know, you started out talking about the situation with your daughter, and in that situation, you're told this is a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, gonna, it's uncomfortable, it's whatever it is. But you're starting to question that. Well, mm-hmm. same thing with the work thing. We don't actually know how that's going to go. Because mm-hmm. if you bring that same scrutiny and presence and awareness to it that you're bringing to the situation with your daughter, you have no idea what that actual experience is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was writing uh, my love letter yesterday, and I, and I wrote, I started it, beauty is in the experience of the beholder. Mm-hmm. And... And there's so much beauty because, I mean, even these suffering places is like Ashwini was saying a couple of weeks ago on the year long, you, we get to burn them away a piece at a time. And, and, yes. and that's what I'm experiencing. So it's just, oh, wow. It is so much fun. I love this practice so much. Me too. Me too, <laughs> Miriam. So I'm really looking forward to the email class. That's going to be so much fun. And uh, deep, deep gusho forever and always for everything that makes this practice possible. And gusho to you, Miriam. Thanks for calling in today. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Miriam. I heard some great attitude there, Jen, in that conversation. Yeah, indeed. You know, it's it's like we could even get to the point of, all right, you know, can't wait for the email class and can't wait for the November 1st workshop, right? Yeah. That can seem a little out there, but with that attitude of mind that Miriam was describing, it really does become that, right? Because all those places where ego is holding us hostage become our best opportunities. Yes, indeed. And, and Michael, just right before we, before we bring on the next caller, I am going to change my headset is making very I think it's my headset is making very high screeching noises in my ear, so I am going to change mm-hmm. that just quickly. All right, I'm ready. Okay, good. Let's go. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Uh, hi, this is Kim calling from Vashon Island. Hi, Jen. Hi, Michael. Hey, Kim. Kim, can you hang on one? I have one more yeah. technological challenge. No problem. All right, all set. Hey, Kim. Hey. So um, I'm seeing a lot right now. I'm still kind of going through a kind of major health challenge and. What I heard today coming from ego was, well, it was, it was sort of a double reverse projection situation because what, what came into my mind was that people that are close to me are telling me, you, you call yourself such a Zen practitioner and you, now you're facing, you know, in quotes, what we practice for and you're really falling apart and you're a fake, basically. Hmm. And I, I saw it, I mean, at first I was, it was really um, affecting me, you know, and then I was like, wait a second, I think that that's a double reverse ego projection. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, people did say to me, you know, my sister, she's like, you know, well, this is what you practice for. Come on, pull yourself together here. And mm-hmm. it was, it's been really hard. And I heard Sherry talking to somebody maybe on last week's show about it's really kind of ugly when you tear the Band-Aid off. And, yeah. um, well, yeah. and that's, that's the piece, you know, Kim, I don't want to interrupt you, but just at the, at the get-go, that is such an important piece right there to look at and question, isn't it? That idea that 
you know, it's, it's like ego's version of, quote, Zen practitioner. Mm. If you're a Zen practitioner, you shouldn't, quote, fall apart. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember something I was working with recently and, and getting the guidance essentially of, you know, sometimes when it feels like things are, quote, falling apart, that's really helpful right? Because what is it that's falling apart? That place Mm. where kind of I can manage it all and it's all okay and I kind of feel the way I want to feel and how I should feel. You know, there can be on the surface a sense of like, well, I'm doing well, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But but actually, it's the times where we get pushed, where circumstances really put us at the edges. That's Mm -hmm. where we get to practice. And ideally, without any standards at all because it's what we're constantly given the encouragement of in the year-long retreat just notice just Mm -hmm. notice right Mm -hmm. it's not saying be equanimous it's Mm -hmm. not saying you have to feel a certain way it's not we never we're never told that the encouragement is always just notice just notice Mm -hmm. that's really that's so helpful and there i mean throughout this whole it's been almost six or seven months now it's, I've had so much resistance, and there's resistance to resistance, you know? I mean, it's kind of layer upon layer of resistance, and, and just noticing it and going, ah, you know, what I should be able to just notice and not uh, suffer, you know? And um, mm. it's it's been... Which, again, is, yeah. is an add-on, right? Right. We, we never hear that in practice. We never right. hear just notice and and there won't be any suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it surprises me how this has taken me to my knees, though, in a sense, because, mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's a, re- it's been very humbling. And, um, yep. and, the, and, you know, as I say over and over, my compassion has grown hugely for, for other people and for even like the, my sister who called me out on it, you know, she's like, well, you're finally experiencing what most people have experienced like long before you have. And, you know, I mean, not that mm-hmm. that was, she was trying to be kind, but it was, <laughs> it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and, and it's yeah. true. It's true. And, and it really does uh, bring me to a deeper place. And, yep. um, but it's 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 still hard, <laughs> and and yeah, absolutely. And yeah. ego would want to trade it back for the ease of what was before, you know, in a heartbeat. And I think the authentic the authentic self is like, no, no, I don't want to trade it back, even though it's hard. Yeah, because and I'm in a huge, deeper Kim. place. Mm-hmm. Right, that is so huge. So ego says that, right, says mm-hmm. it would want to trade it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, basically just because what what is one of the, the key core ways that ego can create suffering for us? We'll compare what is to mm-hmm. how it's, quote, supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Either how mm-hmm. it's going to be in the future or how it was in the past. Yes. Right? That comparison is, is such a huge source of suffering. Yes. So of course it's going to try that angle. But so crucial to see what you just said, which is that, that practitioner, the person who's calling on the radio show six or eight months into this, right, still practicing mm-hmm. with it, right? That's the thing that, that so often gets um, sort of passed over. What gets focused on is, I mean, you're falling apart. Look at you. I mean, you call yourself a practitioner, but you're completely <laughs> falling apart. But what's actually happening is, Okay, good. I mean, if this is what needs to happen, I project that's oh. what you're talking about, that the, the authentic <laughs> practitioner is, says, okay, I want to practice with this. I'm here to practice awareness, and I'm a human being having a human experience. So chances are good that all kinds of things are going to happen to me, and all I'm asking is that I have that willingness and courage to keep practicing through all of it, which is exactly what you're doing. Oh, thank you, Jen. That's very supportive. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know which piece. I mean, I guess it's ego that would just that just doesn't want to continue with it. But but there is the deeper piece who called in and 
and is and is here okay. and is and is practicing. And I exactly. really appreciate yeah. the guidance of the of re, the reminder of just noticing because um, there's a frantic, um, you know, there's a frantic quality of like, well, if I just did the right thing, maybe I could get out of this, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know, and it's that place, Kim, I don't know if this is, if you find this in your own practice, but I was just looking at at this recently, you know, recording about something and just that sense of, okay, well, all there is to do is practice with it. Just practice with it. Knowing that at some point that things are going to shift and we'll see it in a different way, we'll have that broader view on it, But in the moment, it may not feel like that. And that's completely all right. And that, to me, feels like a crucial piece of it. So, you know, she doesn't want it to be this way. Well, who could blame her? It is hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's challenging not to feel well. It's challenging Mm -hmm. to have all of that self-hatred piled on top of it. You know, it can be challenging, you know, in the relationships we're in and difficult times like that. All Mm -hmm. of that is hard. And so that's that place to go to something like a two-hander recording. Let her have that experience. That's completely all right. You know, fair game. And and to have that experience be listened to and that there can be a presence with her through that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sherry had said... Mm -hmm. Don't vent because <laughs> she doesn't need to hear that right now. Just talk about everything you love and you know and but sometimes she does need to vent, I think, and or just have somebody hold her hand through it, I guess, instead exactly. of vent. Mm-hmm. Well, and because the thing that that can happen is in that right hand to talk about how how it is for me. You know, not so much I hate mm-hmm. this and the sting, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there might be that mm-hmm. sometimes too, but, mm-hmm. but sort of that place of this is really hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is hard. You know, whatever that is, whatever the, that experience is that feels like it's, it's there right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to see what the mentor has to say, which is always surprising and supportive. So, yeah. Yeah. Because the mentor has that larger perspective that we're pointing at, right? Which is that this is practice. This is part of what it means to be a human being practicing awareness. All of it. Right. Right. And, you know, and then there's one more little, the piece of it of the guilt of kind of having what was, what ego would think of as, you know, very easy, an easy life comparatively, and then feeling guilty about, like, not a pre, not having compassion for people who had it harder, and it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, that's just more self-hate kind of layered on it again. Who needs that, Completely. right? Yeah. Who needs that? And to me, that takes me back to the place you you mentioned a few minutes ago, the humility, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's that place of, oh, I see. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yep, got it. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, those months or years ago, you didn't have this experience. You didn't have this experience. So you look out at someone else who looked like, you know, you had X, Y, Z, you know, you go had something to say about that. But now you know from inside the experience what it is to have that. And yeah. so that's another, pla- another thing that often makes us grateful for things like this is, wow, all right, I get it. That mm-hmm. deep, deep compassion. Yeah. For all those experiences that I didn't used to have, and maybe even the ones that I haven't had yet, but now well, I there's realize, that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's a yeah. fear, but now you know, but it. it's also an appreciation. Yeah, yeah, exactly, an mm-hmm. appreciation because now I get it that I have no idea what's going on for someone else, yeah. but I do know that there can be deep compassion for every experience that any of us is having. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jen. Mm, thank you, Kim. Take really good care. Thanks. Thanks, Michael. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us, Kim. 
And Jen, I really appreciated that conversation. I actually feel like I'm falling apart myself also. And to be mm-hmm. to be practicing with it is really the only the only way to keep my sanity. So it's great. It's the only way, Michael, isn't it? It truly is. And and again, I just find it so reassuring in my own practice to realize, you know, you could call it falling apart. You know, sure, that's a perfectly reasonable way to describe it. And it is part of it. There's no way around it. If we're dismantling the ego, there have to be those times when we're going to feel like we're cool falling apart. That's just part of how it works. Mm. Yes. Yes. And Jen, I'm going to bring our Good News guest live here. Excellent. Thank you. And I'm turning it over to you for a Good News update. All right. Thanks, Michael. Sure. And welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Paula, who is here to speak with us about her experience of participating in email classes. Welcome, Paula. Hi, Jen. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being with us. So as you know, and Michael announced just a few minutes ago, we have an email class with Sherry coming up starting this Friday. So the registration deadline, I believe, is Friday morning. And so we thought it would be fun to have someone come on and talk about their experience of participating in email classes. So thanks for being with us to do that. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here and happy to do that. Um, The first thing I will share is like so often when as soon as we sign up for something, whether it be a retreat or an email class, um, you know, the, the, the workshop begins. <laughs> and when I signed up, yeah. as soon as I signed up for this one, that's exactly what happened. Um, and mm-hmm. what happened in this case, because who can resist, you know, a, a guaranteed good time? <laughs> right. That brought, right, yeah, right there in the topic. Having fun. That's right. Having fun. So it is, um, that's irresistible. Yeah. So in an exploration of So that, even in signing up, starting to have the experience right away. Yeah. Yeah. That it was fun. I felt that, you know, excitement mm-hmm. and sort of play, playfulness. And, um, mm. Yeah. The other piece of that was really looking um, and listening, watching, and uh, the the um, the playtime in Cantalomba, that little book, Teresa's book, mm. and mm-hmm. the accompanying um, artwork with that, and how absolutely beautiful that is. Isn't it? Yeah. I hope people oh, will miss that if they haven't seen it yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's up yeah. on the Africa site. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so Paula, tell really... us. Sorry, go ahead. It is really. No, go ahead. I was just going to say the first thing in my experience with email classes is that there has, must be a willingness to sign up and yeah. show up. Yep. And yeah, uh, it really starts so, there, doesn't it? Yeah, it does start right there because um, it's, you know, that's every I've taken numerous. I I tried to think if I've ever missed one um, since they've been offered, and I I can't recall if I haven't missed one. Um, mm-hmm. And each one is you know is so unique, mm-hmm. and the the format is incredibly. From again, I can, of course I'm always just speaking for myself, but the format is incredibly supportive and that you know when the assignments come we have plenty of time to um, you know to sit with it to look at the what we've been offered uh, what we've been encouraged to look at and you know and then time to record and listen and all of that is 
in itself, of course, really powerful. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I know there are other things that we do that way, but there's something about email classes um, because they, as I recall, I mean, I know this one's a month long, and I think most of them have been that way. And then there's also those Sunday workshops that are, yes. you know, an, 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 just a remarkable way to connect um, with Sangha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if I may, so, Paula, I feel like you're making, please. You're, one of the things you just pointed at is what is unique to email classes, which is that it combines all those different sort of modality, modalities, if you will, right? So there's the, the piece of getting an assignment, right? And you yes. know, back to what you described, you already started to have the workshop with the, you know, if we take the having fun topic. So, so there'll be a, an assignment that goes out weekly. We get to look at whatever aspect of fun, you know, that is being invited in the um, assignment, which, I mean, that's one of the things, right? The assignments are so beautifully written always. Then, as you say, we have the time to practice with it, to look at it, to have our own experience, and then we each get to respond, right? So there's that individual looking, responding, and the component of then getting on the weekly, the Sunday call, and getting to hear together people processing about what they're seeing. So it has all those different elements in one offering. That's exactly so. And the, it just really opens up the heart of compassion and, and kindness. And mm-hmm. it just, it points, mm-hmm. you know, the guide mm-hmm. has, it's the beauty of kind of being guided. And mm-hmm. there's a way in which the guide is mentoring all of us at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. And, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And, so and it is really all of us at the same that. time, isn't it? It yeah. is. It's all happening at the same time. And so all the things that we are part of the practice process and the principles of practice, I see every, all of those reflected in these email classes. And it mm-hmm. feels like a gift that's not, there's no price that can be put on it because it's so... Mm-hmm. So powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and as you were saying, that that piece of, you know, we all get the guidance. So, you know, maybe a, there's a response to a particular, um, in, someone wrote in and put their response and then the guide responds to that, but that we each get to see that, you know, and that we, for every single thing that people write in and then hearing that response, Really, if we're practicing with it, we can take in each of those as ours. And so it really is kind of a group guidance situation. Oh, it, most definitely. I think that so often what happens is it feels like when we read, can, can read other people's replies and, and Sherry's um, or their responses and Sherry's re- reply, it, it's it really points to that which con- connects us all. And I just love, mm. love, love that process. Mm. And, uh, yeah. I, I just, yeah, I don't want to pass up an opportunity to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah exactly so. And it really reminds me of that conversation we were having with the last caller of to realize in those email classes, we get to have that experience of, wow, we're the same and, you know, certainly we're each having a particular, you know, with me it's kids and with someone else it's work and with someone else it's this and someone else it's that. But the process of what we go through as human beings and as human beings choosing to wake up and end suffering, we're the same. Yeah. It's, it, we get to see ourselves mirrored in each other. You know, that wisdom, that courage, that willingness, all those things we were just looking at with that last caller, we get to see that mirrored and we get to have, as you say, all of that in the, with the mentorship of the guide. Absolutely. And we're so, I just see, we're just so fortunate to witness the guides mirroring that voice of the mentor. And we, 
all are going for that the clarity of conscious compassionate awareness and it mm-hmm. you know it gets us to that uh, process beyond the content that we might be looking at mm-hmm. and it's yeah. so it's such a it, well, I, I just can't stop saying, I guess, how, how much of a gift it is because mm. uh, you, you were pointing at this too, is that there's no, that, that uh, understanding of no separation, that mm-hmm. we may have different yeah. life content in our lives, but ultimately yeah. the experiences that we can hear and share with each other as a sangha, that is... Yeah a process of feeling heart-to-heart connection with life, mm. the, the wholeness of life. And so I don't mean to mm. sound preachy, but, but I can't, I can't um, hold back my enthusiasm for this practice. Mm. And email classes are definitely, um, you know, one up there for me. One of the, they're all, everything I've mm-hmm. ever done, it, it's, been, it's been helpful and useful and um I partic- I just, I guess I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about email class right now because we're getting ready to do that. Because <laughs> we're getting ready to do it. Exactly. It's like each practice offering, the one that I'm doing right now is the very best one. It's my favorite one, right? <laughs> so That's right. Well, that they're they're all good. They're, it's all great. Yeah. And um, it is. so I, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Well, Paula, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon to talk about it. Well, you're so welcome, and thank you for the opportunity. All right. Take good care. Gosho. You too. Gosho. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Michael, we'll turn it back over to you to continue the show. Great. Thank you, Jen. That was a real heart-to-heart conversation. Jen, just fabulous. Yeah, and I I really, it just feels like... um, you know, the generosity of practice that we're doing this, the whole email class is in support of, you know, our very favorite folks in Gandalumba. But I love that pairing. And the other thing I was thinking of, Michael, you know, in lieu of what you were talking about and Jim was talking about or what I was talking about, that place of, in some ways, that invitation of having fun with whatever's going on with us in the world. Right? That's a... That's a place of mastery to realize that that's that's possible, and I I really hope and and think that that will be part of the exploration for us in this month. Is you know it's not about setting aside the difficult things that happen for us. It's about you know being present to and with all of it in that spirit of play. I mean, it's what was in the let's see where was that. Oh, maybe it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> I think the Africa the African newsletter is coming out tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. But the just the piece I was looking at is one of the reasons I love this theme for this bridge walk is that it's not as if hard things aren't happening in Cantalomba all the time. And when we very first got to Cantalomba, you know, before there was a living compassion when the residents told us that seven out of 10 children died before the age of five, we saw kids playing. We saw kids delighting, you know, big smiles on their faces and wanting to engage with us. So, you know, that, that joy of life that's there with everything exactly as it is, that's, that seems like a very deep spiritual thing to explore. Yes. Yeah, I, I I definitely see that, Jen. That having fun with <laughs> falling apart is is really yeah. like it's like an escape hatch. It's like an escape yeah. hatch to get me out of this conditioned hell. Yeah, like an Aikido move. Yeah. Totally. totally. You know that that refusal to um, that refusal to accept. I mean, it's what Kim's talking about, right? To accept the reality that's handed to me. Or actually, it was what Miriam was saying. You know, so I'm told, you know, this is how it is with my daughter, and it's this way, and it's that way. But actually, what I'm going to do is practice with it and have my own firsthand experience. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Jen, we have more callers here. Okay, great. 
Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, uh, it's Anna from Seattle. Hi, Anna. Hey, Anna. Hi. Um, um, I'm, I had a really, um, <clears throat> I guess I kind of knew this, but um, I just have kind of had more of an insight yesterday just about, like, it, all the things that were happening, like like me forgetting. Um, like one day I went uh, to work at 8.30 instead of 8, but it was the first day of school for, for one of the kids. So it felt like mm-hmm. so horrible about this. But, um, for example... It felt like, what was that last part, Anna? Oh, I felt so, um, you know, horrible about, mm. you know, that I forgot that mm. I had to be there at 8 instead of 8.30. Um, and it was like you know the first day of school for for one of mm, the kids. One of the kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, and then other things like I, I work in a cafe, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I made made like the wrong um, you know someone said can you make this drink and I made I, I kind of in my head I thought it was something else than than what mm-hmm. was said so I made it you know, first time one way and it was not the right way and then he said, no, no, this way and then I, again I thought something else than what he said. Mm. I made it an, another again and I made it wrong. Um, and just like several of, let's see, the, uh, of these kinds of things are happening mm-hmm. and, and, I'm mm-hmm. coming, and I noticed like how afraid um, mm. you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So in other no, words, those things happen. What's that? Oh, I have to cry again. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can't and speak so and cry at the same time. <laughs> say that again? But I can't speak and cry at the same time. Um, and what I, right. just, um, what, what I saw, you know, just I was feeling so much relief yesterday because mm. I just saw you. I don't know, maybe, probably the karma is, uh, you know, that's my karma that I, I'm like really afraid of being like abandoned right. by a group or being abandoned by a family or, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. even like just seen, seen as bad. Right. <clears throat> and so in other words, those things happen. You know, you make these, quote, mistakes. And that's supposed to put you in this this state of fear and the fear of being abandoned, of being left by because you've made these mistakes. Yeah. And it sounds like something shifted for you yesterday. You saw something that was quite a relief. Yeah. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um. You know, because I wasn't taking it personal and I wasn't, mm. like, feeling like people were hating me personally, you know, or it wasn't personal. Like, even That's if pretty. it made me, you know, um, you know, it seems like real, I, people weren't, weren't mean to me, really, even though maybe some, sometimes energetically it does film maybe mean uh-huh. not not from the uh-huh. next family but um at at the cafe where I work at. Um uh-huh. yeah so and then I felt like they were like trying to get me fired or something. <laughs> you know, like they didn't like uh-huh. me and felt like um and and so the relief if I'm following Anna the relief the relief yesterday was that you didn't take it personally. You didn't think it was about you. Is that what you're yeah. saying? And that, that's really big to see, isn't it? Yeah. I'm still like because, so highly you know, sensitive to energy, though, and, and even if it's like sure. not real, I don't know how to like 
realizing or or how to not be afraid <laughs> in the moment when when like ego and everything karma seems like you know it is yeah. real like yes they do hate me oh, yes yeah. they are and they're trying to to get me fired yeah. you know like, like well they, that's they, the crux of, huh? that's the crux of the difficulty for all of us isn't it because so let me see if i'm i'm tracking kind of the um you know the pieces you're putting together so these you make these quote mistakes and they seem like big a big deal right in the in the moment and very prone to trigger that putting you in that place of fear and you're going to be rejected and abandoned because you've made these mistakes and even those so the projections get started in that way but yesterday there was a sense of not taking it personally it sounds like, you know, we sometimes will use that word, you disidentified, right? You weren't believing that for whatever period of time. And there was a huge relief in that. And that's, that's a big, big clue for us, right? For whatever period of time, maybe that happens in a moment, maybe it lasts for an hour, maybe for the better part of a day. But the fact that you can have that stepped back relationship with it and feel that relief even when nothing has changed, right? It's not like, you know, whatever. It's all those things did happen. But the fact that you can have that experience tells us it's not the content. Now, are you going to get pulled right back into it? And we could say maybe today or in this moment, it feels real again, right? And there's that fear really trying to get you. Okay, yeah. That is how that tends to happen, right? But the fact that you had that experience is a huge clue in terms of how it actually works and what's actually happening. Yeah. I don't know how to um, um, like is it even part I, I well I guess there are no other people but but how does someone this is not happening, but how does someone um, deal with if, you know, it's so hard when everyone, you know, like how does someone deal with if everyone hates you? <laughs> how can someone even deal with well, that? Uh, Anna, I'll reflect back what to me was the most important piece of what you just said. Well, this isn't actually happening, but... Yeah. Right? I can't hear. And that's, the, that, that's how it gets us, right? Because really, all we can do is practice. That's, that's all. Just practice, 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 practice. It's like going back to what a number of folks have said today. We practice. That doesn't mean we're not going to get sick and have huge health challenges. It doesn't mean we're not going to be in situations in our lives where Everything around us is whatever it is and makes us feel like we're falling apart. It doesn't mean we're not going to show up a half hour late by mistake. It doesn't mean we're going to always make the right drinks that everyone orders. It doesn't mean any of that, right? But when we practice, what happens to us is that in the middle of a situation like you're describing, suddenly there's that moment of not taking it personally. That's a miracle. So then, right, conditioned mind wants to say, well, yeah, but I mean, what do you, how do you practice with everyone hating you? Okay, well, first of all, that's not happening. Second of all, I have no idea. And the only way I'm ever going to know that is if I'm in a situation where that's happening, which is, let's say, <laughs> it, incredibly unlikely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's that T-shirt we used to have um, that said, worry is not preparation. You know, you could put so many different words in there. Fear is not pre preparation. Anxiety is not preparation. You know, the only, quote, preparation for what's going to happen to us is being present in the moment. Because what we can know, and you proved it yesterday when you had that experience, what we can know is that when we're present in the situation, we're fine. 
we're all right. And it doesn't necessarily mean, again, it doesn't mean all right in the sense of everything goes exactly the way, quote, I want it to go and it's all comfortable. And No, it doesn't mean that. But it means that it's okay. We're here with what is. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just how, yeah, when it just, uh, I just feel like, in, you know, the sensations in my body just often feel like that's true, true even when I, I didn't realize that I operate from that place and I'm like mm -hmm. hyper aware of everyone around me the whole time and um, which, yeah. yeah and that that takes us back to the just noticing right because you're gonna as you work with that and you already know way more about it you see way more about that process than you did probably you know a year ago three years ago, five years ago, it still happens because that's, that's the groove that conditioning uses with you. And it has that with each of us. You know, it's the go-to place, the one we're really going to believe. So that is going to be the one that you work with because that's the one that you've got. Yeah. And so that's the place where we just notice. We just notice. And over time, we see more and more and more about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in about it, and I hope that you'll keep us informed as you keep looking at it. Yes. I will, if Very I remember. <laughs> you will. You always do, right? <laughs> All right. Yep. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Anna. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us, Anna. And Jen, we're going to move to our next caller here. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, Jen. Hey, Michael. This is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, I'm calling to get some um, ideas about some, how to practice with some content that's going on. Okay. Okay, so my husband has a serious health um, condition. He doesn't sleep. Mm. And that's um, one of the major mortality indicators for a person. Mm. And mm -hmm. he doesn't sleep at all. Um, so even though I make appointment for sleep specialists and, you know, try to get him to attend to this issue um, because it upsets me, I, I mm -hmm. can't make him change. Mm. You know, I can't That's make him make this a priority to deal with. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'll, I just feel like I'm, I need to come to terms with um, uh, the W word, widow. You know, I guess I'm, I'm going to be a widow. I, I don't mean that in a negative fatalistic way, but like, it seems kinder to come to terms with it as best I can and be prepared for it. So, but, um, and uh, Elizabeth, yeah. what did, did you resonate with the piece of the conversation we were having a minute ago around the, the best preparation is practicing being present with what is now? Um, when I heard that, I was like, oh, man, that's a very confusing place for me as a self-preservation mm -hmm. six. That is like, I, when, when, I, when mm -hmm. you did say that, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, that's a scam zone for me for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. You mean as a six, it's really believable that you've got to take measures to, to make yourself safe. Yeah, there's an, a, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, ego mm -hmm. hijacks my survival instinct, so it's all the time, mm -hmm. so it's all about, um, mm -hmm. yeah, 
an obsession yeah. with, so with a compulsion. Yeah. Go ahead. An obsession. No, that's it. that was it. Yeah. To, you know, about yeah. survival. So in this case, right, exactly. So in this case, in order to survive this, it's almost like you have to, the thing it's telling you that will keep you, quote, safe is to, to already go to, I've lost my husband. Okay, good. And the way I'm going to prepare for that is I'm going to essentially lose my husband now. And I'm going to say, that's fine. I'm a widow. Well, like go to pre- preparation. Like it's that place where worry isn't preparation, but preparation is, a, is like where my survival instinct goes. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Which makes it a huge challenge, doesn't it? I mean, also a huge opportunity, right? But a, a giant challenge. Because that's not what's actually happening right now in this moment. Now, sure, you could, you know, go to the science of it and say, well, yeah, but I mean, here's what all the studies say and here's what's happening with him right now. And so put two and two together. And But the reality is we don't actually know anything, right? And so what is happening right now is that there's a situation going on with him and you really want it to, you know, you want to impact it. Sounds like you're, you're doing, you're trying to do things that you feel like would be of assistance to him. And you're not having a lot of uh, success in getting him to share the priorities that you see. And so that sounds like the piece that there is to practice with, right? Being with all that comes up as you're in that situation. Well, yeah, and I guess that that is such a painful place that that's why I went to, okay, Mm. I'm just going to come to terms with, like, it feels even more compassionate. It's just, ugh, that's such a morass Mm. of a crapola situation. So um, a frustrating and, you know, outraging crapola situation. Yeah. So I guess that's yeah. why I was leapfrogging over spiritual bypassing or, or whatever, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Sur- survival. And again, over. Yeah. Elizabeth, it's one of those places, who could blame us, right? When there's something that's that uh, painful for us, that, that triggers us that much, who could blame us that there you want to take that spiritual bypass, that you want to just jump right over it? And you know, if that's what you do, that's what you do. But as practitioners of awareness, it's good to remember that there's another option for us. Because I don't yeah. know if this is reassuring to you, but, but to me, it's reassuring in a situation like that where there's this, this whatever it is in front of us. And again, we've heard from so many people about that tonight. Whatever it is for each of us, this thing that's sitting and looking at us that I don't want. This is too hard. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I find it very reassuring to remember, okay, but it's, it's in there. This particular content is the thing that's triggering it right now, but some other content is going to trigger it. If I choose to jump over it right now by whatever, distracting or getting out of that situation, that's fine. You know, that's an option. But that thing that's in there that I'm having to face is a process. And that process is going to come up again. Because the fact that it's, that's going on for me means that it's in here. And so I, I like, find that I like that. I like that. And right now I really don't know how to be with it without the ego takeover yeah. of going to judgment and anger. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't right yep. now. I don't have a, I don't have a reassurance. I don't got, oh, okay. (laughs) You know, maybe that's just the piece that you're in right now. I mean, if we were going to process map it, all that resentment, that anger, those are going to be on the process map. So maybe that's just the piece that's really up for you right now. Yeah. But again, you know, same approach, right? Uh, um, Recording with her, the reminder, it's completely all right to feel however you feel. And we have options here. You know, we're going to practice with it. We're going we're gonna to just notice. We're going to see what goes on with it. And the parts that feel completely impossible right now won't always feel that way because we'll keep seeing things about it as it goes on. Okay, and that could be a great reassurance. Like, we'll keep seeing more as it goes on. 
Yeah. I, I, that's that's really remember. like, I love that context. We'll see more as we move on with it and stay with it. That's like and we very will, helpful. and we know that. We know that from our own experience because we've been through a similar process with a million other things in our practice. Yeah, I just and didn't so think to put it into a reassurance, but I really like it. Mm. Yeah, me too. I'm going right. to use it too, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm going to go make a recording right now. i got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and report back. Please do. Okay, thanks, Jen. Thanks, Michael. All right, thanks, Elizabeth. Take care. Thanks for joining us, Elizabeth. Another fabulous conversation, Jen, and uh, another fabulous show. It was amazing. Indeed. Thanks for being here to master the controls, Michael. Appreciate it. Thank you for being here, and thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Go happy. Go happy. Bye-bye. Bye.